Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. All this week, Mary Alice and I are looking at the seven rules of staying power. I developed this talk a number of years ago. Really, it came out of my own experience, and I feel sure at some point in time, I've probably preached this at New Spring. But I often bring, bring this message uh, to leaders, both inside the church and also in the corporate world. And the reason why I found that this message uh, is usually greeted with a, with a lot of positive response is leaders know that if you're going to see anything great happen in life, it's typically going to be because you stayed through difficult times. Uh, great things don't, don't happen like a flash in the pan, except in television and the movies. In real life, the success in life is, is mostly going back to staying power and God's blessing on your staying. You know, there are all kinds of power. <laughs> there's the power that comes from education, or the power, there's the power that comes from money, there's the power that comes from knowing the right people, and, and the experts have actually said there's power that comes from being attractive physically. Well, a long time ago, I knew I wasn't going to have those things. You know, I wasn't going to know the right people. I wasn't going to have money. Uh, I don't have the greatest education in the world. I have good education. I'm definitely not a, a really attractive person. But I've recognized that the, there is one kind of power that I can have, and that is staying power. And if you study the lives of great women, the lives of great men, I love to read biographies. What you'll discover is so often the reason why people are successful is that they stay at something. And I believe that's a biblical concept. The word of God teaches us that we will reap, we will reap a harvest at the right time if we don't quit. So we're talking about the rules of staying power. And so today I want to talk to you about number four. And this one's kind of sensitive, but it's also very, very important. And it's simply this. You don't have to beat your opponents, just outlast them. You know, whenever you're trying to do something great, it's <laughs> you can almost count on it. You're going to have opposition from people. I mean, I don't know why this is. It just could be part of this broken world and Satan's attack on God's people. But you're going to have opposition. And sometimes that opposition will come from good people. Well, if we're not careful, we'll stop pursuing the goal, and we'll start fighting with people. That's natural. It's human. When people attack us, it's natural for us just to want to defend ourselves against them. But before long, if we're not careful, we can get distracted from the cause that we're involved in, and we can now change the cause to fighting this person and beating this person. I have watched so many gifted leaders fail at what they were caused to do, called to do because at some point, they quit doing what they were doing, and they started fighting with their opponents. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, when I think about <laughs> the great things that we attempted for God, I don't mean just Mary Allison. I'm just talking about New Spring Church and, and, and all the, the core people who are part of the great things that happen. We've had people rise up against that, and people try to stop it. We've had people, not in a, not in a long time, but in time past, we have people that uh, really, really tried to stand against what God was leading us to do. And it was not easy to, uh, to be honest with you, just to kind of ignore them to keep doing what we were doing. But one thing that I learned is that the ultimate win is not beating that person. The ultimate win is keeping doing what it was that I was doing. We talked about Nehemiah the other day. And Nehemiah uh, went to build the walls 
of Jerusalem. And as we said in the Noah's window, he was he was not a he was not a wall builder. He was a bureaucrat. He didn't know anything about load limits and and construction and all that kind of thing. But God had called him to do this job, and they did. They they built the walls. Nehemiah led the people to re- rebuild the walls in fifty two days. But they had constant attacks from the enemies of the project. And at one point, they wanted Nehemiah to come down and have a meeting with them. Nehemiah knew that they intended to do harm to him. And he said, I I can't come down. I'm doing a great work, and I'm too busy to come down. And I love the end of the story there of the building of the walls in the book of Nehemiah. He just simply said the walls got built in 52 days. He didn't say we beat Samballot and Tobiah and all those other enemies. He just said the walls got built. And for me, that was always the critical point. I, I never took any I never took any delight in seeing enemies of God's work defeated. I took delight in seeing God bring about what he wanted to bring about. And the thing that's really critical for us to understand when people stand up against whatever it is that we're called to do, we need to remember that we're not fighting those people. Oftentimes, I think the people that stood against what God wanted done at New Spring in many ways were good people. They just couldn't see. And I think, be blunt, I think Satan used them at times just like Satan used Peter. You remember when Jesus was with his disciples and he was telling them that he was going to go to the cross and Peter started rebuking Jesus and Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. He definitely didn't mean that Peter was Satan. He just knew that at that moment, Satan was kind of talking through Peter. And and it's important to realize that oftentimes even good people will stand against what God has called us to do. But like we've seen in the Worlds of Warfare series, we never fight against people. The scripture says in Ephesians 6 verse 12, we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world. You know, you're going to have some of the best people in the world try to stop you from doing what God has called you to do. It could be another Christian, it could be a neighbor, it could be a member of our families. You know, the important thing is not to fight with those people, but to just stay doing what God has called us to do. I I don't think what I've said to you today has been all that eloquent, but I got to tell you, I have lived this one and lived it and lived it. And I know it to be true. You don't have to beat your opponents. Just outlast them. Just be there. Be there when the vision comes to fruition, because at the end of the day, you won't get any joy in beating a person. You won't get any joy in seeing someone who has caused you trouble lose the day. You'll get your joy from watching God do what he wants to do. You'll get your joy from watching God build your marriage. You'll get your joy from, from watching God bless your career. You'll get your joy from seeing God bring your ministry to a whole new level. So never forget, you don't have to beat your opponents. Just outlast them. And the grace of God will be there for you. Let's pray. Father, I want to especially pray for someone who's going through a struggle right now with somebody else. And maybe maybe our viewer on Noah's window is trying so hard to do what you want him or her to do. And right now, even as, as this Noah's window episode is being heard, someone is thinking, oh God, It's hard enough to do what you call me to do without all this trouble coming from this person. But Lord, please don't let us get distracted. Please don't let us start fighting people. But oh God, help us to remember just to stay on the quest, just to stay with what you've called us to do. And at the end of the day, 
give you the glory for what happens. And we'll be so thankful that we didn't get caught up in fighting a person. In fact, Lord, those people who stand against us, give them the vision too. Help them see what you want done. And we'll give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window as we look at the fourth of these seven rules of staying power. I'll be back tomorrow to give you, it may not be the most uh, important one, but one of the most interesting of the rules of staying power. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you very soon. Mm -hmm.